All right, here we are, Alex. Uh, good conversation with Robert Lang, Sugar Ross, uh, easing us out of a wonderful chat. Uh, pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's what we uh, hoped for when we started doing this show, wasn't it? I mean, to, to, Absolutely. to get to a deeper level and a deeper understanding of people that we're curious about and interested in. Yeah. And uh, feel like I walked away from that conversation uh, with a much... Uh, Deeper level understanding of Robert and what a, what a what a beautiful soul, really. Yeah, you know? I want to go be a kid at his house. So. I know, right? <laughs> Where's the zip line? He takes forty five year old kids. <laughs> I don't know if my six foot five frame is going to fit well in Taya's playhouse, right. but I'm down for trying, right. man. Right. Totally, totally. From the day I met him, there's an optimism, a like this is going to work attitude that colors his world. That is really refreshing and amazing. And sometimes you're like, really? How does that work? But, uh, you know, when he talks about Megan, you really get a good sense for how that pair pulls together to actually make it work. Right. You know? Right. But it really is magical. And that little tw that twinkle in his eye that he talks about, Rob's definitely got. Yeah. You said that coming into this conversation, you said, you know, he's got like, uh, he's got like a childlike quality, not in what people might say as a negative, but like in a really beautiful way. And I think, Rob, when you're listening to this, uh, I think you probably take that as the highest compliment possible. You know? Yeah, it's the same quality that I see in in, in Tibetan lamas yeah. and, and gurus and meditation, you know, masters is, is there's a childlike sense of wonder, a, uh, definitely a sparkle in their eye, a little bit of jokester and prankster, you know, and, and, and easy to smile and laugh. And uh, there is an effortlessness that, um, that I feel like he exudes. And I think that reminds me of what we just talked about a minute ago when you were talking about what happens when people finally come to say they're going to live their authentic self. And, you know, authenticity is a word that keeps being thrown around right now. And, yeah, and it's overused Overused, yeah. you know. But when asked about fear, I remember I was reading this just a minute ago. One of the things that he talked about, he said, I used to fear the evaluation of my paintings from my peers. I felt as though I needed to justify painting without a specific allegiance to subject or genre. I was worried that the simple levity I wished to share wasn't profound enough to be seen as valid. Now... I just paint whatever my compass tells me to, and I trust that my instincts will lead me down an authentic path. I, you, when you think about that, and you think about a lot of things, I think how liberating it would be to, to live that way in the world. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I feel like I live that way in the world. Um, but, you know, freedom, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a beauty and, and just being fully there and, and also the tremendous amount of, um, power. And I hesitate to use that word because it implies to me some, it's not one of my favorite words, but the, uh, the energy and force that comes from, um, just being yourself yeah. is a wonderful place to be. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's not, I mean, it can seem like, it can seem like a selfish stance, at, on some level, but the interesting thing is, is when you occupy that space really fully, it gives other people permission to do the same thing. Right. To re to realize it's it's infectious in a good way. Right. You know? um, so you know, I find that uh, there's a sense of liberation not only 
inwardly, but that gets transmitted yes. outside of you, which yeah. is really refreshing to see, you know. I feel like in a, in a lot of ways um, that that I do my best to occupy that particular space. I want to curate a, a life that isn't sort of uh, cut out of somebody else's idea of what it should be like, but that it's my life. And that's the reason why I want to be an artist, isn't just to make artwork, but is to play that creative imagination from the moment I get up to the moment I go to sleep. And and that to me is the most exhilarating part of what I do as a as a human. Right. And you do it well. Oh well. And you do it well. <laughs> the other thing I thought was really uh, there's many parts of that conversation that I, I really took notes on and enjoyed. The the other thing I just think it's worthy of noting because it's such a consistent theme throughout all of our guests mm. is just tragedy and trauma um crises however you want to yeah describe it but but how they on the other side for any of you out there that might be going through one of them yourself um you know with distance on the other side those are really some of the most uh intriguing moments of life uh and what comes out of them is oftentimes the most beautiful and so you know and being open to that possibility right that it could very easily uh, turn the other way where it closes you off and, and makes you more rigid in your ways. But if you're open to receiving uh, the message from that moment, um, like Rob's talking about with his younger brother and say, making a pact with the world essentially and, and then following through. Right. Um, but that selfish teenager that he was prior to that, uh, r- really he set aside after that moment, which is pretty impressive and a powerful um, I want to say product, I mean, a result, you know, something that came out of a really challenging, trying situation. Yeah. And when you go through those things for the first time, it's hard to have that possibility exist in your mind, right? But when you've gone through those experiences uh, and you've come out of it on the other side with that awareness, um, it becomes a bit easier. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's so many. I mean, he talked about it, having not lost uh, somebody very, very close to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lost his great uncle, who obviously was very close to. But I mean, like a, a, yeah. a soulmate, a friend, a wife, a, a mom, a dad. Yeah. Um, and his concerns about that. That's uh, a that, that's a fear. Yeah. That comes up, but yeah. uh, uh, I think that he. He seems to find a way to uh, uh, to keep himself balanced in the middle of this uh, of this process and stay grounded through his creative process and through his meditation. And it is it is impressive and inspiring to see that come together. And I, I hope that our listeners can pull some of that inspiration from him as well. I mean, I think that would be his mantra: is is you know never uh, lose sight of your imagination. You know, right. Uh, envisioning a future that's not here yet. And that simple act of envisioning draws that future towards you. Right. Whatever that is. Right. And so often that very idea is sort of beat out of people just by the sheer drudgery of the day-to-day getting by. Well, he talked about like the fear of like uh, not being a good cook, you know, and I like oh, yeah. the way he described that. You yeah. know, if I cook 10 times, I'll, I'll probably be pretty bad. And if I cook 100 times, I'll probably be better. And, a little better. Right. And yeah. I get that. But if I cook 10,000 times, I'm not going to care where I started and I'll be fantastic. And I yeah. just thought, 
I, I can relate to that because there's little things in life that, you know, we're just afraid of trying to do um, and just starting in a direction. Um, you know, that's where the beauty is and the work. To, to, you know, there isn't some end destination to get to. Right, right. Um, yeah, just a wonderful conversation. I'd like to spend more time with him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, happy to have him here in the studio. If anybody wants to find out more about Rob, you can, of course, go to robertlangstudios.com. And not only will you find his work, but, you know, dozens of other really talented painters to look through. If you're in Charleston, stop by Robert Lang Studios. And, yeah, uh, and, and you're an artist. And so when you said this, and I, I, it carries a lot of weight, you said, I think the history will deem him an American legend. That's what you said. Yeah, I oh, think so. I, I, I mean, that's, that's powerful. Well, it's, oh, it's I, hard to get distance away from, you know. A legend in his painting, uh, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, it's because it's not just because of his skills and talent as a painter. It's the way he approaches the work from a, from a real grounded intention. And mm -hmm. I think that that's what lasts. I find that there's a whole lot of uh, there's a whole lot of art that's being made right now simply to be different on one level or to try and fit into a niche, and history will sort those out right. and push those aside. Um, I think that the ones that will really stand out um, have a lot to do with their underlying intention for what they're trying to do with their work and have it be really meaningful and true to who they are and what they want to um, to put forth into the world. And then there also is that thing of talent and his his ability to, to render things in an incredibly realistic way is, is really incredible, is fascinating. And, and it's not just realism though because he brings in this extra um, optical illusion aspect, Trump Loy and surrealist uh, aspect that is just a great combination. And then the lessons that are, that are infused in the work about man's relationship to nature, um, about uh, uh, really fully giving yourself permission to be imaginative and creative. You know, these are wonderful things to take away. Right. And he's super young and really just getting started. What did he say? He wants to commit himself to being a full-time painter. Anybody who looks at his career looking backwards would say, I could have swore that's what you've been doing, bro. Right. <laughs> so I, I'm really interested to see what happens when he actually does commit to that. Yeah. So check him out. Robert Lang Studios. RobertLangStudios.com. And uh, of course, you can always find more Call to Adventure on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Call to Adventure. And you hear us on Ohm Radio. Thanks for giving us the kickstart, Vicky. And uh, thank you, Tabby, Andrew, Matt, for pulling it all together. Alex, it's a fun ride. 2017, I think it's our last uh, interview of the year. Looking forward to another good one. Yeah, I am too. Good to get uh, restarted, re-energized. Really excited about uh, what we've been doing lately and uh, super excited about 2018. So we'll be checking back in with you. Uh, it'll be a different year. Uh, hopefully we'll have similar conversations. Right on. Cheers. Cheers.
And remember, the road that is distinctly your own has never been traversed. Celebrate the path that is your call to adventure. This show is brought to you by Objectivity Squared Wealth Management, helping families strategize, execute, monitor, and communicate their financial decisions. Learn more at objectivitysquared.com.